Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, 
there's no character. People have there's no integrity. It's not taught anymore. I see how even parents interact with their children, um, just down to the basics and the simple things of of teaching young girls. You know, you have a dress on. Um, you can't sit like that. Uh, you have a dress on. You can't. Just, just so many of those little things that I remember hearing growing up, not just from my mother, my grandmother, from the neighbors. I mean, my grandmother, my mother, my grandfather did not have to always be around. So this is about more than than just what is going on in this world today because, people, it did not just begin. It did not just begin. And, Rodney, we've talked about the money. I, I always think about this with when we talked about money and we said that the system is not broken, it was built this way. And I'm not mm-hmm. so sure that it was maybe built this way from the beginning, but I do know, um, and I question even that statement, but I do know that we have become um, construction workers. They're giving us the bricks and we're helping them build um, this system so to speak, we have given into this system in so many ways. I hear people, you know, say, well, we can't do anything about this. And I say, the system is not in your home unless you allow it to be in your home. It's not in your life unless you unless you allow it to be in your life. It does not run your children for you or parent your children for you unless you allow it to. And, again, this has nothing to do with, with, with who grant who. Michael Brown was as a as a child. I'm speaking in general now. We've not touched that part of the show. I just want to allow people the time to get in, and we have some more people that have come in, and I want to check the chat line. For those of you out there, please remember that you can chat with us online there as well. But we want to hear from you all tonight. And just to go back a little bit uh, for those who just came in, the, the topic for tonight is what do we do now? And, and I have we capitalized and now for a reason there um, because it is time and it's going to take all of us, regardless of weight, regardless of your um, status um, in life. It is going to take all of us to correct this because if we do not, if we do not, if we think that this is going to separate to a point where it will, it will work itself out, we're going to all be in trouble. We're going to we're going to wake up in trouble. It's going to it's going to appear so fast, and so we're going to wonder what happened. And so that's what we're going to. And 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 we have to. If this is not what you want to hear, if you don't want to hear God tonight, if you don't want to hear anything else about God, not the show for you tonight. Because it, in my opinion, it's because we have taken God out of our lives. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really concerned about the world right now because before you can complain about the world, uh, the world allowing you to have a relationship with God or, or encouraging you to or making it possible for you to, you have to want that. You cannot complain about the school system not allowing your children to pray or read the Bible and you're not doing that in your home. And so those are the things that we want to talk about because it is deeper than our hands being up it is deeper than what has happened recently, what has been happening over the years. It is so much deeper. And if you think that this is just simply all about 
the color of your skin or my skin or the color of your, your children's skin, then you better do some more research. Just just this week, a, a young white teenager was, uh, he's in a coma due to the actions of a police officer. And this particular young man is, is the son of an officer. And so we have, number one, we have, we have got to get back to a place where we, we, we are no longer reactive. We act into what the media puts before us. We need to put it before the media. We need to we need to have our hands up, and and if you say riots, and if that's the word that you want to use, we need to do that prior to the media knowing what we're doing it about. We should we should be informing them. They should be getting the news as we are creating the news. But instead, we're so in tuned into everything else, we've become so conformed. I'll say addicted to this world and its ways until we only want to react when it is reacting, when it is telling us to react. Because if not, we would be just as concerned about anyone being killed without reason or anyone being killed and it could have been avoided. Because some of the things that we are allowing, the power that we are allowing police officers and many other people, politicians, government, the power that we are allowing today, it is a third. And then we complain about it when they allow us to. So we're reacting to some things just enough to keep ourselves um falsely fed, I will say, really just eating poison and helping them build the breakdown. So, again, um, certainly my heart goes out to the family of of Michael Brown. Um, I I do believe, I I do believe that that situation should have ended differently. How? I mean, to what capacity if he went to jail or not? I I don't know, but I do feel in my heart, that he was gunned down, that he was murdered by a police officer. Because you you got to think about this, people. Young people are foolish. We have some old people that are foolish. They're not going to – they don't learn how to think right at that age. And if they do, they don't do it consistently on a daily basis. And with all that's going on in the media – um, they are going to make some, some, some wrong choices, particularly when it comes to officers. Right or wrong, not, not my decision to make, but what is wrong is for officers who are trained, adults, parents, to respond in the way that he did, and then afterwards say if he had an opportunity, he would do it all over again. He wouldn't change anything. So it doesn't make the matter any better. And that's what we're dealing with as a people, not just as cops. We're dealing with people who, who are that way, people are, that are so egotistic, so self-seeking, to go back to Romans, that they are putting themselves, they are worshiping the creature rather than the creator. And any time you begin to worship yourself and see yourself as God, as important as God, as powerful as God, 
we have a problem. And if you put those people in blue black suits in a car that they can do what they want in and give them a gun, what do you expect? And so I challenge everybody to do your research. Find out just how many people, how many races of people are being killed by police officers. Just had a 20-year-old young female that cut an off-duty officer. She cut him off while driving. He gets pissed, and he shoots in her car, and he shoots her in the head. We should be just as upset as parents, as citizens, that that happened. We should be demanding that he is put away. Not fired, but put away. And it shouldn't matter, her race. Because until we can want justice for everyone, regardless of race, regardless of financial status, until we can do that, we can't really even say that we love God. So, lots of stuff to talk about right now. I'm going to turn it over to you. We'll do the housekeeping things, I guess, a little bit later um, as people start to come in. I see they're slowly coming in, so let's just you go ahead and I didn't mean to take up so much time, but uh, kind of got carried away with that. So, you're there with us, Rodney? I was I was about to say that we can really just end this show right now off of your introduction. <laughs> okay, we can do that. <laughs> I'm joking. Thank you. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Uh, this is Rodney Jordan, and I, I'm just so grateful to be on with you um, another Monday, Tammy. And this, when this decision first came last Monday, we were actually on the air and we were supposed to be talking about education and, and because of this decision, we, you know, we got on uh, this topic and kind of re- uh, related it to our, our educational topic. And we just so happened to be talking about parental involvement at the time. And I didn't respond too much um, to this decision, to this situation. Um, just because I, I felt like there were so many things to talk about in, in regards to this uh, to this decision, uh, this very critical decision and crucial decision that that came down last Monday. Um, well, we're going to try to cover as many things as possible. And for those of you um, listening by phone or listening online, please don't be silent tonight because we want to. We want people to be able to get their their feelings out tonight um, as long as you do it in a respectful manner. We also want people to offer solutions. We want to hear your suggestions. Um, if you have any facts, uh, any any statistics to put out there, we, we'd love to hear them. So please, please, please don't be silent tonight. And, I, and I'm going to ask uh, a lot of questions. And so, we would love for you to press the number one if you're listening by phone and, you know, just ask questions or comment on the questions that, that, that we may ask you or comment on uh, remarks that we make. And if you're listening in the chat room, you do have to be a registered follower. Just uh, sign up. It's very easy. It's 
it's very secure, so you don't have to worry about anything. But we don't want you to be silent tonight because America has not been silent about this issue um, and, and the number of issues that that come along with it. And with this decision, um, I, I'll start out with this. Um, for me, it's more than just a black and white issue. For me, um I I do not doubt that racism still exists in America. Um and and I have had conversations with people to to prove it. Uh you know, I I've talked to white people who have told me that their that their parents, especially their dads, are very racist and, and try to raise them in that manner. Um I've had uh, white females to tell me, you know, that they could never date me or any other black guys because, you know, they could never take a black guy home. So I I don't doubt that racism still exists. Um, but for cases like Michael Brown, Trayvon Martin, um, Jordan Davis, it's more than just black and white to me. Here's another young man who's dead. Here more parents who are without their son. And we're losing so many people, so many young people. And as you said, Tammy, to me it doesn't matter what color they are. You know, I I teach school full time. And if something, if I were to find out that something that happened to not just my black students, but something happened to my white students, my Hispanic students, my Asian students, I would be I would be very upset. I would be heartbroken. And we have to get to a point where we care about more than just skin color. I understand that it is a it is a big issue right now. I understand it is a hot topic right now. But what about just having a love for for, for humans, what about having a love for mankind that we want to see everyone treated fairly? We want to see everyone uh, living up to their potential. We want to see everyone healthy. We want to see everyone getting what everyone else is getting. We want to see everyone presented with the opportunity. And until we do that, until we become those people, we're going to continue to have these issues, I feel for these parents who have lost their children. And the fact that it was a white person that, that took the, the their child's life it isn't at the top of my list. Just the fact that here's some grieving parents bothers me because I would not want my parents to be in that situation right now. And I can tell you I have done things where I've put myself in that position to be a young man who could have lost his life just by things that I did as a young person. And we have to learn to be accountable. We have to learn to be responsible. And we have to learn to live and work together in harmony and in peace. And until we learn to do that, we're going to continue to see these issues. Rodney, what are some of the things that um, I know I, I 
kind of just pondered um, a few things, and, and, and I'll just kind of bring those up, and then we can get into that. Because that's I, I would like to hear again. People don't 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 be quiet on this because um, there's only a few people who really really care enough to stay in this the long haul. Trayvon Martin, prime example, and all the others that are going on. Had Trayvon Martin's killing not gone public, we wouldn't have known or seen much about that either. And in my opinion, the majority of the people now who are all into this, I'm just going to tell you exactly how I feel. A great number of you are looking for your, your, your five minutes of fame. And, and, and prove me wrong on this. You need to prove me wrong because I'm, I'm going to stand by what I believe because I'm going by what I've seen in the past. I'm going by how we are running our homes, how we are parenting, what's allowed, so, and how, how we get on the bandwagon when it comes by. We don't go out. We don't call for it. Don't really feel, in my opinion, that we deserve it. So, I, I I pray that somebody proves me wrong on this. I pray that I can that this starts a movement that will not cease, that will not stop, that this raise up people who are really sick and tired of being sick and tired of what they're seeing, and who is who is willing, in my opinion, as they did back in the day, because if if if, if, if a, those people back in the day would not have. People could say we, we we don't need to march. They did more than march, in my opinion. There's some people, a few people that made a statement that changed our lives. Right now, think about so how, how often you say people fought for us to be able to ride the bus, and now we get on the bus and we want to go. We want to, we volunteer for the back of the bus. People almost lost their lives, probably lost their lives, to be able to read to learn to read. Now we're we're sending we're graduating kids who cannot read. And that's okay with our people. When I say I I'm not just simply talking about my race of people. Because as I indicated the young I don't know if I said this on the show, my neighbor is, is the one that I that led me on about the books that told me they don't have books. She's 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 not my color. And so if you think again that this system, yes, racism does exist. Yes, in most eyes and in most of most people's eyes and minds, black people are inferior. They think that. They see that. They've been taught that. So that, we know that. But again, people came through slavery, out of slavery, and made it. And so you tell me we can't come together as people and do it now? Because not everybody that is white or, or, or any other color other than a black race is prejudiced. Some people are going to go with you. It's not just black people holding their hands up for this cause. It's not just black people marching. Not all cops are bad. So there's so many things that 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 if we're gonna if we're gonna say let's not let this this one more kid die in vain let it let it be this kid 
Let it be this young man, regardless of his background, regardless, regardless, because we have some we have some people in office right today that if we looked at their background, they should not be in office. We have some. Do your research hey, on that. You know something, Tammy? Um, I get I, I get very um, irritated when when I think that people are out seeking attention or people are being bandwagoners. And granted, we don't know anyone's heart. We can't speak for anybody, but the proof is in the pudding. And we can only go by what we see and what we hear. And from that, we draw conclusions. And injustice happens all the time, even to black people. Injustice happens all the time. But it it just seems like we only care when it's a matter of black and white, when we think that we have a case of, of racial profiling or we think that uh, someone is being sexist. Other than that, we don't really speak out, right? I'm looking at these at these protests, and by all means, you know, if people want to protest, knock yourself out. You know, I think that people have the right to protest. I think that if people really have an issue with something, they should protest. By all means, protest. Boycott. Do what you have to do. But what about all of the children, especially the black children, who are illiterate today? Why aren't we laying in the middle of the freeway reading books in order to protest the fact that our kids can't read or our kids are illiterate? Why are we laying in the middle of the highway, shutting the freeway down, causing causing all kinds of traffic issues, why are we doing that? People are walking around with their hands up high, and and I get that. I get that people are tired. I get that people are frustrated. But guess what? As, as a person, as a human being, and as a teacher, I'm tired of so many kids not being able to read. Why can't we organize a protest and say, hey, we're not, we're not taking this anymore. You're going to teach our kids how to read. Or the fact that our kids are in in middle school and don't know their timetables. Why are we laying in the middle of the freeway with multiplication charts? Why are we doing these things? Because, Rodney, where, where are those kids going to go at age 18? Where, where are they going to go? What jobs are they going to be able to get that they want? And, and where is where are their mindsets going to be at that time? So, again, that's my point here. If we think we have a problem now, and, and mind you, like I said, if you think this is this is all about that, this system is all about breaking um, the black race down. Because see, in their eyes, they did that enough for you to do it now on your own. If, if you've not, and let me say that again, this system has presented whatever it needs to you as a black race, the majority. I'm going to say the majority. It did it enough for you to take care of the rest on your own. And, yep. and a lot of you may not want to hear that, but it's the truth. And I'm ready for you to hear the truth tonight. And I'm ready to to go into conversation with you about that. So let's just take that out for a minute. 
And we go back to the young girl who 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 came over here and doesn't have a book. I'm gonna go back to when I put this out to parents who should have known by now that their children are not bringing books home this year that they don't have books. So my point is, if it's a problem now, what kind of problem are we going to have? And that's what I mean. We're gonna wake up in so much trouble so there's no turning around. There's no turning around. You will have to you have to ease out of your door to get out safely. And then you're gonna be taking a chance. Because these kids gotta go somewhere. And we can we can we can dismiss that that prisons are being built based on the test scores of third graders. We can dismiss that it's not just black kids now who who are not hooked on phonics. We we can dismiss that when I go to Sonic, there's not been one, I'm not saying there's none that exist, but the ones who could not give me change back properly, who could not change 98 cents from $20, they, weren't, they didn't look like me. So when I say it's not just one race, this thing is going viral. Open your eyes. Take a look. So in this again, system is not broken. It is being it is what they want is being carrying out and we like I said earlier, they are giving us the brick and we are building the system. And I'm with you, Rodney. Why aren't we just as as serious? And we should be just beyond words about what's going on in the school system. And not and not only that, Tammy, with 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 with, with the school system. What about these songs that make women out to be whores and tramps and I'm not gonna say the word on the air but the B word? Why aren't we why aren't we lining up outside these studios? Why the the you know Let me tell you why, because the kids' parents are dancing to the song. They are singing the songs while the children are in they're singing the songs with their children in the car and in the house. So that's why people are not going to you say that's every Monday. You cannot you cannot uh beat how do you say that you can't beat or or get rid of something that you're feeding. I always say that wrong. What you're saying, you cannot get rid you, of something that you support. You cannot defeat an an enemy that you're supporting. Okay. You cannot. So if they are buying the music playing the music in their cars, in their house, how are they going to go and, I mean, they can, and some of them probably do, but how are you? It's, that's why the kids look at us like, really, y'all are hypocrites. Y'all can't tell us, if I was a child in this day and age, I don't know what I would do. I, I really cannot imagine. Never in, my, in a million years would I thought that I don't have to have grandchildren. That was, I mean, I used to live for that day. I used to talk about just being able to sit and watch my grandchildren get out of the car for me to babysit and run up so that I could babysit them and watch Brandon go away. I mean, really. Now I tell Brandon, you don't have to. We, we, we will be okay. <laughs> so, I mean, that's because of what I see in this world and the people. And so that's why I say it's not about the, the guys in the cop suits with the guns and, the, and it's not just about them because who they are with that suit they were they were for the most part like that before they put that suit on 
some of them, not all of them, because I do think they change to a degree. So, and that's the point. We want to fight. We want to burn down stuff. Um, but, again, why aren't we just as pissed when someone, when someone is just, just done wrong, period? Why? I got a good question, uh, at least I think it's a good question to, 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 to add our listeners and and uh hopefully we'll get some responses. Um but if so so we'll get to this guy in a minute, but Charles Barkley came out and said that he supports uh the 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 Ferguson decision. Um if you haven't read the article, just type in Charles Barkley, it'll come up if you type in Charles Barkley supports Ferguson decision. Uh, you can find a number of articles from, from various sources on, on Charles Barkley's comments. But he said that he supports it, and he went into why he supports it. So whether, whether, we, whether people agree or disagree with Charles Barkley, at least he made a stand, took a stand, and he was able to back up why he took it, regardless of whether he's right or wrong or regardless of how people feel about it. So my question is this: If you disagree with the Ferguson decision, why do you disagree? Why are you mad? Why are you upset? And and, and you know that doesn't mean that Tammy and I are on one side of the uh, of the fence or other. But we really want to know from people because uh, you know the fact that we are not protesting everything that. That that is injustice, or everything that is demeaning, or everything that is belittle, that is belittling, everything that involves violence or crime. The fact that we don't do that for 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 a number of situations, it's only when it when it hits CNN or it hits MSNBC, or you know you hear about it on a on a nationally syndicated radio show. The fact that we don't do that for for every situation the fact that we don't have a problem with so many things, why is it that if you don't like the decision, why are you mad? If you have protested over the last week, why did you protest? Again, you don't have to give your name on the Butterfly Evolution show, but we really want to know why. And and I'll, t- and I'll say this about about the Ferguson decision. Uh, I've already spoken on the fact that you know this is more than just a black and white issue for me. But I also have this this issue, Tim, and I also have this concern. So while I know that there are people who still have this racist attitude, right? And unfortunately, I believe uh, some of them are police officers or work in law enforcement, however you want to put it. I feel like the fact that this continues to happen um and there aren't any charges or if the or if it goes to trial the people are let off um I think that it tells the people who do think like that I think that it does tell them that hey it is okay I think that it does tell them all you have to do is say um you know I thought he was reaching for something 
you know, I think about the guy down in South Carolina, and and this didn't get nearly, which I thought that this should have gotten more publicity than Trayvon Martin and Michael Brown. But if you haven't uh, seen the video again, you can pull it up on YouTube or anywhere um, where there's a guy pulling into a gas station in South Carolina. He's pulling into a gas station, and he gets out. He's getting ready to go inside of the store, and the uh, the sheriff or whoever it was follows this guy into the into the into the parking lot, and the guy gets out. He's getting ready to walk in, and the officer gets out with his gun pointed at the man, and he said, "You know, uh, give me your license and registration." Well, the guy reaches back in his car to get it, and when he does, the officer just starts yelling and screaming at him, and he shoots him twice. And when he does that, the guy puts his hands up and, you know, the officer shoots him again two more times. And the guy said, why'd you shoot me? And and he said, you were reaching for something. And he said, well, you told me to go back in and get my license and registration. He said, that's all I was doing. And so I really believe that this guy did this because he thought he was, because, you know what, hey, I can get away with this too. Because how do you tell me to go back in and get something? I go back in. You told me to go back in there. And then you have, uh, I forgot the guy's name, but the one who shot and killed Jordan Davis, the kid down in Florida. Uh, who, you know, I'm glad that he got what he got because, you know, he, shoot, he shoots the kid. And, and in all of these cases, if you notice, they are not reported in the same day. It take it, it takes it takes time before these things are reported. So that's my issue with this whole Ferguson decision. I think I think that you know it's just another case that that gives people who do think like that. I think that it gives them uh, this sort of you know sense of leeway, or, or they feel like they can you know well I can do this because hey they did it or, you know, they did it and got off or, you know, I don't necessarily have to uh, uh, file the report that day. I can go and get my lives straight. And fortunately, in a lot of these cases, it is caught on tape. But that's that's my biggest issue um, with this decision. Here, a couple of things with that, Rodney, and and, and I hope people chime in about their um, their whys and their woes about this. Um, I want to bring up something that I posted uh, about the the assistant prosecutors, both females, who um, presented the case for Wilson. I guess you know took it before the the grand jury, the jury, or however they do that. What is the proper language for that? I posted out, and this this video has floated around as well, how they uh, manipulated the people. Okay. Now, it was it was clearly manipulation, the way that they presented information saying that it is legal uh for a cop to shoot someone who is fleeing, all this all of this. So if you've not seen that, go back and find it and I'm not gonna go through the whole ordeal. My point here is this is what we should this is something we should be rioting about this. We should we should be called demanding that they are fired and disbarred. But the reason why? Because that takes work. 
that doesn't require that you just get up, get dressed, and go walk somewhere where there are cameras and people because it's about me. Because if it was about really this child, you wouldn't stop. If it was about Trayvon Martin, you'd still be marching to this very day. So you will not see the number of comments on posting, like like what I just mentioned, about, I mean, they, she clearly tells the jury, just don't worry about that, because they ask, basically are saying, well, but which is correct, what you gave us or what you're telling us? Well, just don't worry about that, one of the prosecutors said. And then they ask more questions about the law, and the other one says, we don't want to get into a law class here. Well, what do we want to get into if we're trying to make a decision if this man legally had a right to do what he did. Nobody is addressing that because, again, that takes work. That takes some behind-the-scenes behind the work. you got to put some stuff together. you gotta put, you got to read. you got to bring some things in order, and you got to take it and present it, and you got to demand. But get this. People are demanding that whoever, I don't even know the lady's name, who talked about our president's children. And see, I don't think they should have given her a time of day. Because at the end of the day, that's what she wanted. She got what she wanted. Yeah, they said they fired her, but I guarantee you she's hired again. She's hired somewhere else. So oh, yeah, you I know think, that. Right, of course. So we have, to, we have to really ask ourselves about the choices, what we choose to fight for and why. So I'm glad you brought that question up because, see, we pass by the things that, again, that are going to require you to pull out some books and read some laws and pull up the forms that what they what they presented to these jurors. That takes work, and that takes work that, that no one's always going to be there filming you. You may not get so much credit for that. So you got, we got to question ourselves because if we really dig deep, we might realize that we're not too much better than the people who are doing the dirt. Because I guarantee you some of those same people out marching would have killed some of these children at the drop of a dime over a small argument because it's just how people are today. So we cannot I, I, I agree, to I, I agree with you. Yes, yes, and, it, and it's so. It is so, but because this white man, and again, I don't justify what he did, but if we think Filming, pulling out our phones, if we think this is helping, look back. You can go back as far as Rodney King. They had him, they beat him on TV. Live, from what I remember. I might have it, I've been so long. But I remember seeing them, and then they still came back and justified. We had a reason to do this. These are the same people who are trained to protect. But we've gotten to a point where our kids, are not going to feel safe. And if they do, let's say that they do. Another question. Let's say that we tell our kids, follow protocol. Do what you're supposed to do. Don't disrespect. Let's say that they do this and they are so, especially our young men, that, that their manhood is, is just is so taken from them. During this time, during this occasion with the cop, let's just say it's one-on-one, it gets bad, but no one's killed. And we find out about this. We do nothing. We don't, we don't go down in numbers and file complaints. 
Because, again, that takes work. There are no cameras following you with that. So we're telling them, do what you're supposed to do, and then it'll take care of itself. No, we have to take care of it. If we're telling kids to, if you come across a bad cop, if you just, there's no sense in being dead right. There's no sense in you losing your life, but you're not here to defend or say anything about what happened. Michael Brown is not here to, to tell his story. And it's apparent that they don't care about the other people who look like him, who were with him. Their story does not matter. So it is deeper. It's even it's 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 more about you as an individual people. What are you doing when this simmers down? What do you go do you go back to business as usual, life as usual? Do you go back? Because the the the, the answer is going to be yes. And if someone can say no, I've been doing this all along. Please share what you've been doing. Because there are some things that we can do. There are some things that we can come together in numbers and do. But if you're concerned about, well, this person's white and I don't want to work with this person, this person's black and, and white people are killing black people and they don't treat, I, I see these videos going around. I'm, I'm not going to make an assumption that because a white cop does not kill a white person who is who, who might look like they deserve to be shot or could legally be shot. I'm not going to assume that this particular cop is not shooting him because he's white. I'm going to pray and be hopeful that this this is a cop who the system has not uh, who who has not allowed the system to to buy him out. That he is going to do his job to the best of his ability. And if he has to if he has to pull that gun, because, see, in my opinion, as an officer, as, as, as a boss of an officer that, that, is, that shoots and kills an 18-year-old for whatever reason, even if he had to, for him to feel like I wouldn't do anything different, for him to be okay with that, says that he never should have been in a position to be, a position that is called to serve and protect. Because to take a life of a child and be okay with that, even in justification, that is sick. But that is who we are policing. That is, that is who we are giving the guns to, giving the cars to, and we're allowing them to do that. We're allowing them to do that. So you're right. What are you doing? Are you looking at your laws? Are you making sure that your children know? Do you know your rights? And would you know what to do? Or would you just fly off the coop and they can justify that? Yeah, I had to. Because it's not right. They had they had no right. By, by no means, you understand what we're saying here. Officers had no right. And he clearly committed murder, in my opinion. Clearly. And no one really wants to, I won't say no one. A lot of people want to, again, take it back to black and white. But if it was your child, if it was your child, if it was your 18-year-old child, and anybody who has an 18-year-old child, you know that if it wasn't, there's some days I really question. If Brandon was mine and I absolutely knew it, there's some days as good a child as he is, young man as he is now. But there were some days 
Like, where is, what is between your ears? Really? They don't think. And so you would expect an officer to know that. You add all of this into that, plus the typical 18-year-old, plus what is going on in our society with cops and, and especially our, our black children. So we have got to, we have got to stop it. But it's going to take more than, like I said, what, what are we going to do now? We need to do what we should have been doing all along. We have a lot of backtracking to do. Because we've told the system it's okay. I don't know why people got up so upset because I don't know what you were expecting. Were you expecting, yes, we are going to send him to trial? He is going to be prosecuted? Really, were you thinking that? If someone was really expecting a yes this time, I would really like to hear from you because I, w- I would like to know why. What what were you basing that upon? Tammy, we have a we have a caller, and, and there 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 are a couple of things that you said that I that I want to try to touch on um, after okay, we take ahead. our call. Okay. Uh, we're going to take our caller from area code three zero one, and the last four digits are one two nine six. Caller, you're on the air with us. Hello. Great show thus far, um, Rodney and Tammy. I'll just say this is Tamaria, and um, I would like to address your question with regard to why I either support or don't support the verdict. Um, In this case, I can say that I sat on a a murder trial um, hearing a few months ago, and I learned a lot during that process. Most of what I learned is that, obviously, you need evidence in order to convict someone and or determine what the facts are. And in this case, it seems that the facts were presented in a manner in which it was very supportive for the officer. Um, So as a member or as a former member of a jury, I can understand why they may – why they may have made the decision that they made because, obviously – None of us were in the courtroom. We can only go by what the media is saying and or if we sit down and read the 90-page-plus transcript of everything that was discussed in the courtroom. That being said, the reason that I disagree with it is the fact that the use of force, I think, was um, inappropriately used. And I looked up some information on a prior case in Missouri, and it's Tennessee versus Garner. And... In that particular case, they discussed when deadly force should be applied, and it says it's only when there is a reasonable suspicion that a suspect is armed and dangerous. Furthermore, it goes on to state um, in another statute that an officer may only use deadly force as permitted by other justifications such as self-defense or when he reasonably believes that such a deadly force is immediately necessary to effect the arrest and also reasonably believes that the person to be arrested, A, has committed or attempted to commit a felony, B, is attempting to escape or use a a deadly weapon, or C, may otherwise endanger life or inflict serious physical injury unless arrested without delay. Now, with regard to the young man, Mr. Brown, based on what they stated, he stole cigarillos. I'm pretty sure that cigarillos are under... $500, which is petty theft, which is a Class A misdemeanor. So those things being considered, it still does not make sense to me that his 
use of deadly force was justified, especially when you realize the gentleman does not have a gun. And as they stated, there was a scuffle by the vehicle. You could easily disable someone or, in this case, if you felt threatened, you would be able to inflict a wound that would keep them from doing any additional harm, but you don't have to shoot to kill. And in this case, it's obvious that he let off several rounds because he wanted to kill. And the fact that he stated that he has no remorse, I think that's very disheartening. And I also agree with what you all stated, that it's not an issue of race per se. In this case, we do understand that Missouri has some other issues as it as it relates to race relations. However, as a matter of law, I don't understand how they can justify his use of deadly force when it was clear that he did not have a weapon, and after you shot him the first time, was it necessary to shoot him five more times? I think that's a little ridiculous, personally. Um, so that's why I disagree with it. Um, of course, with regard to the race relations, obviously there's a long history there, and a lot of times um, we get the information that the media gives us. And sometimes it's half-truths. <laughs> And they spin it the way they want to spin it. And um, I think sometimes it's difficult for people to make valid judgments because the media portrays certain individuals in a certain light that may or may not be true of their nature. And then on top of that, other individuals may get favorable treatment as it relates to how the media portrays them. So take, for example, the gentleman who shot up the movie theater during the dark night. He was, it, was a, it was told to us that he was a bright young man, that he was, um, he was so smart and it was so shocking that he did this, yet he was apprehended after he killed 12 people. So why wasn't there deadly force used in that case when clearly he had already murdered people and he had a weapon? So it's things like that that make you question whether or not the law is fair and who it's fair for. Right. I think that I, I, I agree. I totally agree with what you said. Totally. I, I, I think that you have made some, some, some very valid points and and I will add this too. Um the the prosecutor uh in the Michael Brown case, um I you know, the, the 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 more I read and the more the more I listened, um, it sounded like you know what people were saying was true about him not wanting to uh, bring charges against any officer. And um, what I don't like is when you know cops get into confrontations and when they when when they start losing, all of a sudden it's well I got to defend myself. And even George Zimmerman, who was not a cop, you know, pulled the same thing. And I can tell you, as a black male, I, I, I have dealt with, with racism, and, you know, especially when I was younger. And not to say that, you know, I, I was an angel because I was not, but that's another show. Um, but, you know, it, it, it just makes you wonder. And, and you know, we're, we're supposed to believe that this case, uh, you know, the fact that they didn't bring charges is legit. But as Tamaria pointed out, I mean, that, you know, yes, you can look at the facts that we were handed, 
or you can take it a step further and look at other things and uh, you know, especially with, with, with the situation in, in, in Aurora, Colorado, um, you know, and even other cases. I mean, I think that, you know, if it were not for the fact that a lot of times these these people shoot uh, shoot or kill themselves after they get finished, I think, uh, you know, it makes you wonder, you know, would these people be apprehended as well or would someone try to kill them? And, and then it's, you know, it, it, it's so... It's so disturbing to to hear, you know, that, you know, oh, they're such great people, but then, you know, uh, black females are portrayed as being loud and ghetto, and black males are always thugs. And and so, you know, it just, you know, whether that's people's intentions or not, whether that's what they mean, um, you know, meaning, you know, whether or not they mean to be racist, um, they definitely don't help their 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 causes. They they don't they don't help their cases. And I totally no. agree with that. Oh oh, go ahead, Tammy. I'm sorry. No, no I, go ahead, go ahead. Because I, I I I'm holding mine. I know exactly what I want to come in on. So go ahead, go ahead, get yours out. Okay. Um, and I know in light of all the recent events, it's easy to point out race, but again, I would be just as frustrated if it was the other way around, if it was um, a young Caucasian or Hispanic or any person that's wronged by an officer or anyone else. But the truth of the matter is we do have to look at some facts that highlight that we are portrayed a little differently. And I am African-American and I do see it. And so rather than a lot of times what people are saying, oh, like you guys always pull the race card, but we do have to look at what is given to us. And we can't, as President Barack Obama stated, we can't deny that America has a problem. And I'll give you some of the examples that I was referring to. There's a great article by the Huffington Post, and their headline states, when the media treats white suspects and killers better than black victims. And what they stated about the gentleman who shot up the movie theater, the headline was, theater shooting suspect was brilliant science student. Michael Brown, police, Michael Brown struggled with officer before shooting. Montgomery's latest homicide victim had history of narcotics abuse tangled with the law. White suspect, son in Staten Island murders, murders was brilliant, athletic, but had, but his demons were the death of his parents. That goes back to Brandon saying to me once before and several times after um, that when that he feels and many of young people that look like him, that when they do something that it is a it is seen by police officers and the world as a lifestyle. When someone else of a different race does they can do that same thing, it is a mistake. He's made a mistake. And and about the shootings, um, when you get these pub- publicized, televised um shooting, I think in addition to what you said, that this is a time, again, for someone to shine. So someone now is showing up, and they want to be the hero. It's not just one, maybe all of them. And I think that has has something to do with it, in addition to what you said, because I certainly think it's it's that your own, what you said is profound about how how it's looked upon, um, you know, brilliant people. Well, what brilliant person goes in and shoots up a movie theater? I mean, really, 
But you brought up some great points with with that, even just the wording of um, how it's publicized, how how we get it received from the media. And see, things like that, again, we need to bring to the forefront. And if you're not willing to change it, but who will be willing to be just cut off table? Matter of fact, you can save the money because you're probably going to need it the way the world is going anyway. Who's willing to just say, well, we'll just shut you off. We don't need it. We don't need you to, you know, tell us that it's going to rain for the next three days and we have sunshine. Anyway, really? There's a lot of things that we don't need that we're not willing to give up or even really fight for. Because you, you, Tamara, you and Rodney both know. And Rodney and I were talking about this. With the holidays, with Christmas coming and New Year's, this won't be around. I'm sorry, this fight will not be around long. And I pray that people prove me wrong. Pray that it goes deeper than just the surface. I pray that they fight to get those prosecutors out. I pray that people change laws. Go and see here. I know they're they're they just bought back the review board to where um, we found out here that they were they had money of being allotted supposedly for a review board um, so that when you make complaints. It's not their supervisors reviewing these complaints. So people are doing that here. In addition to um, that, find out how how do your officers, how, how does the police department have to report the crimes, not crimes, but um, the killings by police officers? I found out through the research here that they don't have to report it. They don't have to report this stuff. It's all voluntarily. How is that possible? That's ridiculous. It should be mandatory that you have to file it on a higher level. I mean, that it has to go go before someone outside of where your area, where it happens. Well, it's voluntary as to what particular police stations or districts. It's voluntary if they do that or not. So that's something right there. If someone wants to really do something, go down and find out. Hey, if a if, if a police officer kills someone, and then it's like if they kill an ex felon, it's justified automatically. That is crazy to me because what if this ex felon has changed his life? Or what so if they were changed. improperly accused? Right, right. But in the in the in the in the minds of these some of these cops, they have a right to do this. Add that to their personal dysfunction in their own lives. Because, again, once you put yourself in the place of the creator or there with them on the same page level as powerful by your own doing, not of his doing, then you will do anything. And then you will justify that doing and sleep at night will be able to get on TV and say, I would do it all over again. And that's what we're dealing with. So, again, if you think holding your hands up, stopping traffic, as Rodney said, burning down the business of people who have worked so hard to build it up, that's not their fault. If you're so big and so bad and you're so mad, find out where Wilson lives. 
If you can't get him, find out what somebody he loves lives. I'm just keeping it real. If, if you're so wanting to tear something down, why you, why you, what, what makes you think I'm going to burn my own house down because I'm mad at you? You think I'm going to get mad at my neighbor and burn my house down? Cross the street. What, really? But you won't leave out of your neighborhood and go burn anything down. See, that's a bad man who's sick and tired of being sick and tired. Because really what you're saying by burning your own stuff down is, we knew it. We, we, they did exactly what we thought. That's why we called in the National Guard before we told you the verdict. We knew. So, again, it's deeper. It's even about your personal mindset, people, and your way of thinking about even the people that we are marching for that look like us. Because we all be honest. We have some of that same mindset or thinking about our race. So if we didn't, we'd be just as mad, even more, more angry about the number of killings, black on black crimes. We'd be even, I mean, it'd be, the anger would be greater. Because you'd say, how, how am I going to go fight for you? When you are killing each other, that's what you say. You continue to fight, but you make that fight a greater fight. Because if we, we're able to, to stop that, we have more people to fight with, people with knowledge. If we fight the fact that we are sending kids, graduating kids who cannot read and do simple math, then we change the game. We change the people in the game. We got skilled people. So, Tamara, you made some great, great points. And you know something else, Tammy? Um, When you think about when and how this decision was, was released to the public, once again, we were set up and we fell for it again. I knew that they were not going to indict this officer. They were not going to bring charges against him. The moment they said that they were sending the National Guard to Ferguson in preparation of these protests, why in the world would you think people are going to protest or 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 riot or, or why would you why would you expect the worst? if you're coming with something positive. But see, when they said that, I automatically knew, oh, this guy is going to walk, right? And so when they do it, instead of doing it at a reasonable time, why would you come with this verdict at nighttime when you're very vulnerable to violent behavior? Why would you do that? And then they said that they that, that they had sent the National Guard there, but the National Guard was nowhere to be found the night that this decision was released. The National Guard wasn't there, and there were people, there were business owners who were asking, "Where is the National Guard? I thought that they were supposed to be here. The National Guard wasn't wasn't going to be there. They wanted those people to burn that place down. They wanted those people." to riot and to tear up the city. Why? Because they were not affecting white people. 
They weren't affecting the people that they were supposedly mad at. They weren't affecting them. Because they knew, like you said, they aren't bad enough to go and burn down the police station. They're not going to burn down the police station. They're not going to shoot up the police station. They're not going to terrorize this officer's uh, house. or They're not going to try to find his family. Who are they going to hurt? They're going to hurt their own people. Because you know what? That's what black people do. That's the perception. Black people, if anything, they're going to harm each other. So they didn't want the National Guard to step in. But what happened? The second night, the National Guard is right there. Oh, we're not going to let y'all do it tonight. I guess so, because there's nothing else to tear up. And then you hear, oh, it was a lot more peaceful in Ferguson the second night to make it look like the the government or the National Guard did such great things. They didn't do anything. But set our people up, and we fail for it again. Rodney, I don't know how true it is, but I heard that there was some evidence that uh, police officers actually set their cars on fire. Now, I don't know how true that is, because you can't believe everything, but from what we've seen today in, in that article uh, or the video where the police officer came in and planted the drugs on in this guy's business, the one that we saw earlier today, and I've seen that a couple of couple of months ago, I guess, um, and and we're not talking about that. Can you imagine how often that happens? Just in a in, just in a routine stop, can you imagine how often drugs are planted in the cars or on people, and people go to jail? They 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 lose their life, but we're not fighting for that. Now that's that's something I think we should be we we should make sure that the officer who did this he is on tape, he is caught on tape going into a business, a, a black-owned business, and he actually planted the drugs there. And this guy got arrested and was going to go to jail. Had he not been able to, to show, he kept, from my, from my um, gathering on that, Rodney, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, he was able to, he kept telling them to look at the, look at the different angles from the, his store, to look at all the videos. And there that guy was planting that. And, again, he would have been able to, Go to sleep now. Why? Why was he planning that? What would be the need? Number one, he wants some more. He, he wants some more cases on his book. He wants to look really good. And so, if I'm gonna look good, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it to a black man. Now, I'm not saying he has never done it to a white. I don't know. I'm going by what I've seen here. So why isn't that publicized? Why isn't the media killing that one? Because they're bought and sold too. It's not going to boost their rating. Right. You, right. And I think you're you know, I think Malcolm Oh, I was going to say, I think Malcolm X said it best. The media is the most powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and to make the guilty innocent, and that's power because they control the minds of the masses. And it's people like, us who don't allow the media to control our minds, but at the end of the day, a lot of times what they show, it only helps confirm behaviors when people exhibit those things. So if we know that um, in in black communities there's more crime, well, when they keep showing it on the news, then it shows, hey, there's more crime. But they may not show the good things that happen um, because, again, that doesn't boost the ratings. And they want to show what they want to show. Um, and it's unfortunate that 
it seems like there isn't a lot of good news, but there's a lot of great things that happen every day. The same way they have images of people doing wrong things, if we only gave the people who did the right things as much publicity as we give those people who do the wrong things, maybe people would change. Um, I know Rodney and I were talking about this before. I said murderers get more television time than anything now on Lifetime and on these different channels. There's shows specifically dedicated to murderers being able to tell their story or people telling their story. So they're like, oh, well, you know, if I do kill someone, I'm going to go down in history. Everyone's going to know my name. That's crazy. If we stop giving them so much time and attention, and I know I had to, I was convicted myself because I was watching a show, and this man said out of his mouth that this girl's mother died with dignity. He killed the mother, he killed the young lady he was dating, and he killed another one of her family members in New York. And they actually, they had this man on television, knowing he was a murderer, they go into the jail to interview him to ask him what his thoughts were. So you think about any copycats out there, anyone looking to get their five minutes of fame, they're thinking, oh, I can do what they did. No one pays me any attention. I bet they'll pay me attention if I do this. So it's just really unfortunate that these are the things that the media gives more attention to, and I think if we were to strike it down, meaning if we started to focus more on the good things, the devil wouldn't have room to run rampant because we wouldn't be giving him what he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, good point. Good point. But you know what? It, it, it's as easy as it is for people to go out and protest things like this. It's so hard to get people to turn off the TV or the radio. It's so hard to people so hard to pull people away from what is called ratchetness. You know, we things like this will get out and protest, but if there's black on black crime, if there's a fight then it's, let's videotape it. Yep. If we're harming each other, let's videotape it. Let's, let's put it on world star hip-hop. Yeah, let's not even try to stop the fight. And this is for adults as well. You have now adults watching fights and, and recording it. And so there's no, there's no difference. And that's, a, that's another problem we have. There, there's, you, you cannot tell by the actions of people their age their wisdom, their discernment, it's, 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 it's a thin line. And so that goes back to what, what really can we expect from our young people? They have no leadership. They have no guidance. Still does not get, certainly even more, does not give the police officer the right to do what, they, what, what some of them do. But, again, we've got to go back to some of the issues that we don't want to address and we don't want to face. It's, it's deeper. It's deeper. It's so much deeper. It's so much more than the color of of those who are being killed, the color of their skin. It's so much deeper. And, again, if, if you care only about those people who look like you or if you think that we have to eliminate those who don't look like you but are just as concerned as you are, then you really have to question your own motives and mm-hmm. who you are. And what about because what about these, what about these uh, people who were talking about uh, boycotting Black Friday? Now, to me, 
<laughs> the first thing that came to my my mind was, but you still are planning on Christmas shopping. So if you don't buy it on Black Friday, if you don't buy it on Cyber Monday, you don't buy it because you still got Christmas shopping to do. You know, you still feel like you have to go out and spend all this money on gifts for Christmas. So what are you accomplishing by saying, well, when it's 30, 40, 50% off or even more than that, I don't know because I've never, <laughs> I've never, you know, gone shopping on, on Black Friday, but you're saying, oh, we're not going to, we're, we're not going to shop on this day, but you still have to spend money because you still feel like you have to buy all of these gifts. So what are you accomplishing by saying, well, I'm not going to shop when it's on sale, but I'm going to shop on another day when it's regular price. Who who are you kidding? Who are you fooling? Rodney, if you would have put the camera on some of these people who said they weren't going, they were right out there. They they beat back Black Friday here. They were already out there before Black Friday got here, and they were on probably on Facebook saying they weren't going. And that's just, again, it goes back to the character and the integrity of people and what their motive is behind whatever it is they decide to do. In most cases, they they make decisions to do things based on what can I get out of it? How am I going to look? The same way they decided to 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 do Black Friday or not do Black Friday is the same decision. It's just like the same decision people make to get married just because I need to be called somebody's wife or somebody's husband all along knowing where it's going to go. People make those decisions so that they can look good for the moment because people are so sick of themselves. They are so miserable in, in their own skin and the lies and their decisions until any way, like Samaria said, any way I can shine, if it means I got to I gotta do some stuff that looks so crazy, but if I can get my five minutes of fame, let me get it. Even if I know it's not true, even if I can put out here and say, I'm not going to Black Friday, don't participate. But I guarantee you, some of those same people that post that and repost that, again, it's how can I look with this crowd on Facebook? Because some of the same people, they won't, they won't support anything positive, anything positive, even kids. But yet, they'll go march. They'll put their hands up in the air. Marion, I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say this is true. It's interesting. Um, it's a, it's like even with the officers and the police, it's like do as I say, not as I do. Because heaven forbid, if we did half the stuff that they did, we would be in a world of trouble. It's the same thing you might see in workplaces, you may see in schools, as you said with a lot of the parents now. It's like they're telling their kids what not to do, but then their kids are seeing them do it. Their kids are seeing them fight. Their kids are seeing them curse people out because they don't know how to control their anger. The kids are seeing them pretty much exemplify every single stereotype in the book. Exactly. Exactly. And if someone breaks in my house and, and, and flees, and I shoot them fleeing while they're outside fleeing, and they they had a weapon on me, I would I would probably be in trouble cause shooting them because they're running away. Yep. Well, it, and the yeah. funny thing is, I think it depends on who you are. <laughs> I'm just being honest, <laughs> and how much you can afford to pay your attorney. Yes, yes. yes. and that's been going on for forever and a day as well. Even if you come from poverty, I I can can 
remember even in my day hearing that uh, family members were in your, attorneys would say if you can come up with this amount, then just pay the judge off. And, and we know that's going on. So, so why don't we just take, go in with our fancy little little recorders and get and, and get this all? Because I, I don't know. It's just it's just this circle. It's just this this. I see this hamster in this cage, just running this circle, just running this circle. We just keep going around and around and around, and we come up um, just enough to look good, and we go back. We go back to our lives, and our children are suffering. That's who's gonna suffer the most. You should see the looks on my on, on my on my students' faces when when I tell them certain things. Um, they they are just blown away. They they were asking me today about video games and uh, because we were talking about uh, the word maturity because it goes along with the story that we're reading for this this uh, this intervention class that, that that the whole school is doing at the end end of the day. And, you know, we're talking about the word maturity, and so they started that. So someone mentioned um, uh, movies and the ratings that, you know, um, that, that movies are given, PG, rated R, whatever. And so, you know, you know, we were talking about how that relates to the word maturity and how you have to be ready. Um, you know, th- those ratings are given based on, you know, what you should be able to handle at a certain age and what you still might need, you know, parental guidance or, you know, things of that nature. And so someone asked about video games and they said, you know, and they talked about how these video games are, um, you know, may not necessarily be appropriate for children. And these are kids talking, you know, but how do these kids know about these video games? Well, they play them. Well, who buys them the video games? the parents you know we keep supporting the people that we say we have an issue with you know we we're going to boycott black black friday we're not going to spend money on black friday but yet we're going to still buy these air jordan tennis shoes that cost 100 200 you know not understanding michael jordan doesn't get that money michael jordan gets paid before the shoes even come out because he signs the contract. Well, who's the money going to? It's going back to Nike. And Nike isn't your friend. Nike don't care nothing about the people who buy Nike's tennis shoes. Michael Jordan doesn't either. But we're still supporting these people. And we're teaching our kids, Rodney, that there's a value. Who they are is based on what they wear. Um mm-hmm. What they do, meaning meaning not necessarily what they do in the sense of a good way, having that character um, integrity. We're teaching we're teaching them that unless you are able to go out and buy and pay this amount, unless what you have on costs this amount, then you're not valuable. And so again, once they once they figure out, hey, this doesn't change the game. I still feel the way I feel. I still hurt. I still feel um, just as unimportant as I did before, sometimes worse. Child, you cannot, you don't learn how to deal with that, and now you have these grown people who are still feeling the same way. And in some cases now you've given them a a, a car that you can put some lights on and, and 
push people out the way, basically, when you're not going anywhere and you have a gun to, to do what you want to do with it. And so we're just telling, again, going back to we are telling even our kids to worship yourself. Don't worry about the inside. Don't worry about um, honoring yourself, your parents, if your parents are around. And most parents are buying those things so that I don't have to deal with you. I don't have to parent you. My parenting you is my is what I can buy for you. Mm-hmm. For some. And then there are some that just don't get anything, nothing, not even food. And then they're facing another another battle because they feel so defeated everywhere, all the way around. So, again, where is that child going to go at, at age 18, if not before then, because eventually they just drop out? And so it's just, again, this cycle. And we while we're marching, we're not dealing with the true issues. Because if it was really an issue of a black male gunned down, then we should have been fighting and marching and holding our hands up all along in our own communities. We should be in the communities. There should be someone marching every weekend in our communities. Look at Chicago. Just here, Memphis, this past weekend alone with the crime that we had here. And that's why I say to these people, I mean, really, I, 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 I feel for what happened in, in Missouri. But I'm sorry, Memphis, really? We have a lot of cleaning up to do here. A lot. We, we have young people killed here, it seems like, every week by another young person that looks like them. We were told here that, that laws are being rewritten based on the crimes. I mean, the officers told these kids face-to-face, laws are being rewritten based on your current crimes. Because, again, go back to Romans, you have created ways to do evil. You have created ways to, do, to break the law. But nobody wants to address that. Nobody wants to say, parents, you need to get, off, get up off your butt. And I, I really don't want to say that word because you guys don't don't respond to that word. You need to get up off your butt and do something. Be a parent. Or stop having these kids. And again, this is, that those, I'm not, I don't know what Michael Brown's mom and dad did or not did. It doesn't even matter to me that Michael Brown, if he did steal something, that doesn't even matter to me. Because he still didn't deserve to die. So this has nothing to do with, like I said, we cannot bring Michael Brown back. The only thing I could do at this point is pray for his family, that they find some way to deal with this and, and find some peace, that it gives them some peace about knowing that he did not die in vain and that that officer does not walk or no other officer after him does either. But at the same time, we have some issues. And if you're not worrying about or concerned about those issues, then I really, again, ask you to challenge yourself and try to determine, like Rodney asked the question, why are you worrying about this one? And I think that's a question that people just don't want to address with themselves. And, and, and you know something, Tammy? It's amazing how... Um, we have 
time and energy for the things that that we want. We have, you know, a lot to say about things that aren't going to help our lives in any manner. But when you start talking about things that people should be concerned about, when you start talking about things that 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 people should have a lot to say, people people run and they hide. Um, or they shy away and all of a sudden they become quiet. Or people will say that they that that they hate or that they dislike certain things, but yet you never see them doing anything about it. And so for those of you listening to this show, this show isn't about uh defending Michael Brown. This show isn't about beating up on black people. But this show is about challenging everyone who is listening, and, and even Tammy and myself. What is it that we are doing, or what is it that we can do? What is it that we should have been doing long before Michael Brown, Trayvon Martin, and anyone else that we've lost? What is it that we should have been doing all along? We 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 went through slavery. Uh, we didn't go through it per se, but. Someone in your family went through slavery, um, and if they were not a slave and they were a, a slave owner, um, you know, at some point in history, we were all impacted or our families were impacted by slavery. Um, same thing goes with the civil rights movement. And yet I always hear people talking about, well, how far have we come? And people really believe that because of the uh, rights that are written in the Constitution, that that we've really come a long ways. But how far have we really come when most of our children are struggling readers? Most of them are working below grade level in all subjects. Many many of them have more tennis shoes in their closets than they have books in the home. How far have we really come? How far have we really come when we're when we've taken a word that was used to degrade our ancestors, the N word, and we're now using it as a personal greeting? How far have we really come? How far have we come? How far have we come when we're we're more interested in drama? Than we are in education How far have we come When Black Friday You see people Or not even just Black Friday But any time during the year When there's a new iPhone Coming out When there are new Jordans coming out And people are Lined up outside stores Hours before They open Sometimes days, but yet when it comes to parent teacher conference, you refuse to go to the school. How far have we come? How far have we come that Martin Luther King said he's looking for the day when his children are judged by the content of their character rather than the color of their skin, but now that day has come. And we've joined the people who decided that that was okay. 
because now we're looking at people and judging them by the color of their skin. You're white? Oh, I don't trust you. Instead of getting to know people. Don't be a part of the problem and then get mad because no one else has a solution. If you don't like what's going on, you change it. You change it. And and, and don't look for fame. Don't say, oh, put the camera on me. I want to be on YouTube. Let's see if I can get a video that goes viral. Maybe I'll get a TV deal. Because you might get one, but it ain't going to last. Because your motives were wrong. Your motives were wrong. And this society, unfortunately, it could last for the wrong reasons, and I think that's exactly how the devil wants it to be because the things that are worth working for, people don't want to work for it because they see so many overnight successes and they want the glitz and the glamour, and that is a trick. Most people think that you can get it easy and that you don't have to work hard for things and that you should have whatever you want. And you know something else, you guys, and this will probably kind of, this this can sum it up. If if if, if people are so angry uh, about what happened to Michael Brown, and if you really think about there have been, well, up until, I don't know about today, I didn't check today, um, 14 black children killed by a cop since Michael Brown. 14. They just have not quite made the media. But there are articles floating around confirming that, yes, they are They are true. And I'm not saying that all of them um, were doing the right thing at the right time. But, again, we're talking about children. We're talking about children who are learning from this world. We're trying to live in this world. Does not give them an excuse. But what I'm saying is for those who are who are supposed to be here to, to serve and protect and so forth. Um, but even even there I could I could go right back to parents. I could just go right back to what are you doing as a parent? What are you doing? Because I would like to think that as as as, as the mother of a child, when you get through doing whatever it is you're doing, that where are you going to go? Whose house are you going to go to? Because you don't want to come back to my house. You would almost rather go with the police. And so I'm saying that because, again, not all of those 14 were were doing the white thing like Michael Brown. It doesn't, doesn't give them a reason to die for their life to be taken over things and stuff if they if they don't have the capacity to take you out. And so we should be those though we should be holding our hands up for those kids too. We should be adding them. We should be even more furious. That should get us out of our own neighborhood. That should get us out of burning up our neighborhood. That should move us a little bit further up the road. But it won't. 
and it will not unless those become part of the the media's um, frantic, you know, just friends of information. Unless that, then then you won't have much to say about those either. And, and you and and you know what, Tammy? You think about um, the the Ray Rice situation. Everyone has something to say about domestic violence. Everyone had a movement. Everyone spoke out, Challenge. and then it and then it died out a few weeks later after he was suspended from football. It just died out, right? Died out. You think last year with the uh, Los Angeles Clippers owner, when, you know, it was brought up, you know, that, you know, he had made these racist remarks, right? So mm-hmm. there was this big push that went on for a couple of weeks, and it died out. No one, you don't hear people talking about that anymore. And and, and really, you know, the, the, the outrage, it just died. You know, so... That's why, you know, it is very easy for me to question people's motive. Because why are you doing this? Why, why, why are you, you know, and, and, and even thinking back to, you know, the the the, the Donald Sterling case, uh, the Clippers on it. When it hit, everybody came up with, "This is what he did to me. This is what he did to me five years ago. This is what he did to me eight years ago." You know, he did this 30 years ago. Wait a minute. And now you all are mad? No one came out and talked about these things until now. Well, now I have something to say. Now I'm upset. But where were you when this man should have never lasted in the NBA this long? Where were you? Reactive people. We we are we are conformers. We are not transformers, and we are not reformers. We really don't care unless it is benefiting us. Most of our society is selfish. It's all about me. It's all about my my five minutes of fame, and I don't care how I get to where I want to go. I I um I, I I saw where this celebrity uh put on Twitter or Facebook. You know, they, they had gotten upset that they kept seeing Rudy Giuliani on T V talking about this this Ferguson issue and they said, you know, he's not the only person who who can speak on on this on this Ferguson issue. You need you know, you all need to expand your your booking contact. And the first thing that that I thought about was, wait a minute, this person has this person has their own show, but I wonder how many people are denied or never even considered because it's not gonna help their ratings. And this is a black person. You know, getting mad because they're not being booked on some of these other major networks, but they have a network, and they don't book people unless it's somebody that's going to help, help their ratings. So how are you going to get mad 
at somebody for doing exactly what you do. Because it's all a game. It's all part of this, again, self-seeking, self-satisfying world. And God has did exactly what the Word says. He's, he's released. He's turned them over, us over, to a reprobate mind. And for that reason, we are creating ways, justifying those ways, and at the same time, shouting glory, hallelujah, at the very same time. Um, and so, if nothing else, Again, people need to be real with themselves. But because this world, this system is built the way it is, it's easy for people to go along with the with the stuff and the, the lies because they're lying to themselves. And for this world, if this world changes, that means people are going to have to change as well. So they're okay with dealing with things on the surface because they're living their lives on the surface. But I'm going to say this, and, and I think Rodney and I talked about this as well, about um, if people, especially for those who, who really call themselves believers, there's going to come a time when there's no more seeking God. There's no more time to seek God. There's no more time to get on your knees and repent because he's going to be before you and you before him. And all that you've done is all that you've done and so you we need to get back to a place where we're able to do the right thing because it is the right thing to do particularly if we believe that there's such a place after this if Mm -hmm. we truly believe that and so you have to ask yourself do you really do you believe it and if so does your actions verify that Because the word clear says, seek him while he can be found. Because it's going to come a time where there's no more looking. There's no more doing. There's no more praying. There's no more thinking. There's no more saying, um, I'll, I'll, I'll get it right tomorrow. And again, I just don't think people are living their lives based on life after this. Because if, if if we truly are, then we're in bigger trouble than I than I could ever imagine. We all need to do a little bit, especially parents, especially. And again, I I don't want to mislead people. That has nothing to do with Michael Brown, Trayvon Martin. It's what I see right here with my eyes. And what I'm afraid of is children, our children are going to get so disappointed and so down and out until, take my life, I don't want it anyway. It's not so grand anyway. Yeah, I'm going to fight you because I don't like my life anyway. I can't read, I can't write, I can't get a job. I can barely feed myself. You call this life or they will be taking your life regardless of your color. Except, Tammy, I, I, um, I thought about last week when, when, uh, when this decision came out, um, the very next day, um, now you have all of these children, 
um, whether they're in middle school, high school, or in college, who, you know, across the country, they're protesting, they're speaking out, uh, doing different demonstrations. But I thought about the fact that I did not have to address this situation with my students because usually, usually I do it if if it's something that 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 they know about. Uh, you know, I'll I won't go into details with them, but I'll say as much as I need to say um, just to to get them through uh, the day or. or or get them through the week and just let them know, like, if, you know, if they're impacted by a situation in any way, then, you know, come and talk to me if if all possible, you know, or, you know, see if they can get a, a meeting with the counselor, or, you know, or something like that. Uh, and if it's something that, you know, they probably, you know, shouldn't be speaking on if it did not have anything to do with them, um, just because they don't know who's impacted by it, you know, I'll, I'll let them know. Like, we're, you know, we're not going to discuss this. We're not going to talk about it. You know, you won't hear me say anything about it, and you don't need to say anything about it either. And you know, it it just made me think that while I'm seeing all of these uh, protests, you know, with children across the across the country, I did not have to say one word to my students about this, which further confirms that, one, um, racism is something that has to be taught. It has to be something that is passed down because, my, my, you know, my my students go about their, their everyday life, and while they have a lot of things that they're dealing with, you know, racism just, it, it just doesn't happen to be one of them. Um, you know, and, and then, two, you know, are these kids really bothered about this or is someone putting this on these children or are they being pulled into the middle of something that really does not impact them? And I can't say that it does or doesn't, but if you've never really dealt with racism, then, you know, how much does it really impact you? Um, You know, granted, even children can look at situations and say, hey, that's not right. But to what extent does it really impact you? Because I really believe that some people are are taking these things and using them for their own for their own agenda. And that's not that's not the answer either. I think our children for the for the most part are a wise a wise beyond their years in the sense of of looking at society and, and and seeing a a a wide variety of hypocrites. I think they um have no faith in the system, in us, um or anything for that matter. Not all of them, but a, a good number of them. And for that reason, again why we are saying here that it is really bigger than what we see. Um, because, again, I can't imagine being 16, 17. I can't imagine being 10, 11, 12 and, and wondering what is going to happen. Look at the way politicians interact with each other. Look at the lies that are told and accepted and supported 
um, our kids know that this will not last, that it will, it will, it will soon die down. They know that. And so I think for that reason, you, you're going to find just a few that just don't even want to address it, don't feel the need to, because they're looking at us saying, what, what did you do about Trayvon? What did you do about, we, we continue to pull out the cameras and, and you would think, um, just dry. This is this this case is, is done and over. You just think that there's no way this this is not going to um, receive its justice. There's no way. But time and time again, it happens. So that's that, that's why we made the point tonight. What did we really expect? Who really expected change here? Did you really expect something different here? Because to expect something different, we would have had to do something different the last time. And we didn't. We didn't do anything different than we did with. Let's go on back to Barney King. Let's go back just that far. We've been doing the same thing every time it happens. Well, almost every time. Every time the media tells us to do it. So that's why. What are you doing here? And why are you doing it? And how long are you going to do it? If that's three good questions. What are you doing in your own in your own home with parents? For those of you who are not parents, what are you doing outside of your home? Those kids who are looking at you, that officer who is looking at you, when you see those kids pulled over, do you stop? Do you go? Do you go and say, Officer, what's going on? Is it something I can do? Can I talk to these young boys? Do you? It's not just about showing up when the cameras are rolling or when the cameras have started to roll. It's not it's, it's not about that. It's more about oftentimes your character speaks volumes when, when there's no one. That integrity says what do you do when no one is looking or when no one may find out what you did or if you did anything. When it's just okay with you knowing I did the right thing and that if nothing else, when I meet my creator, he will say well done. But people are really fooling themselves enough to think that even that will happen in spite of. And that's scary. That's scary to think that we are walking around in that type of superficial world. And we're creating the kids to do the same. And for those who are not, they're simply just getting by. Just getting by. Another young man was killed because he was he was committing suicide. He was he was trying to commit suicide. And that just happened recently as well. He was shot down. They wouldn't even let his father. His father was in arms reach of him and just wanted to tackle him down. They told him to get back, or he, he they would shoot him as well. And they just opened fire on on a teenager who had taken pills to kill himself. So again. And, and he wasn't he wasn't black. So again, when you don't value life, matter of fact, when you don't value your life, and we have a lot of cops because we have a lot of people that don't see value in their lives. So people think that they they they're in that car in that suit that hey they're different. The people do dealing with the same world and issues that that you are, we are. Go ahead, Ryan. I'm sorry. No, 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 you're fine. Um, 
you know, we, we, we have about eight or nine minutes left. And so uh, just what, what what I would like to do is to go back to the original question, um, the title of the show. What are we going to do now? The the verdict has already been has already been passed down. The decision has come down. Um, they're not pressing charges of him. He could face uh, federal charges, uh, depending on what happens with that. But what are we going to do now? And, and I I, I want to make that question personal. What are you going to do now? For those of you out there listening, and, and it's been a a pretty quiet night, and we want to thank Tamaria uh, for for tuning in and, and for offering um, her opinion and you know and, and her wisdom and the things that you know she's researched and um, you know was able to to add a lot of um, facts to the show. So uh, thank you for that. Beautiful. We we always appreciate having mm-hmm. you on. Absolutely. So what are, to, to everyone who's listening, what are you going to do? Will you continue to live your life the way that you always have? Will you continue to be silent? Will you continue to not encourage your children to be better people? Will you will you continue to support your children when they are wrong? Will you will you continue? about video games and and expensive shoes and expensive phones rather than buying your children books. What are you going to do? And if you are if you are one of those people who you are involved in your children's lives, you do encourage them to read, you, you, you stay on their education. You stay on top of their education, what they're learning in school. You don't put uh a lot of emphasis on, you know, things that aren't necessarily um, the bare necessities. What more can you do? What more can you do? And if you look at Second Corinthians, the 13th chapter, the fifth verse, it says, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Test yourself, and I think that people need to do that. And if you, you know, if you, if you continue to read, if you continue to read it, it says in verse seven, "Now we pray to God that you will not do anything wrong, not so that people will see that we have stood the test, but so that you will do what is right, even though we may seem to have failed." For we cannot do anything against the truth, but only for the truth. We are glad whenever we are weak, but you are strong. And our prayer is that you may be fully restored. So what are you doing? What are you doing? Examine yourself. Not so that people will see that we have stood the test but so that you will do what is right, even though we may seem to have failed. 
For we cannot do anything against the truth, but only for the truth. So even when it seems like your leaders or people you look up to, even when it seems like they have failed, what are you doing? What are you doing? Do you lose your faith when you see people make mistakes? Bill Cosby had a lot of followers. But now all these allegations are against him for rape. If Bill Cosby was was your role model or you were a a faithful follower of Bill Cosby, the Cosby show, what are you doing now? Do you look at Bill Cosby's situation and say, well, Bill Cosby got caught up. I guess I might as well do do the same. Or the world is acting crazy. The 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 boys in blue. This is how they want to act. So guess what? I'm going to act the same way. What are you doing? And what are you going to do after this show? I challenge everyone who's listening to this show to write down everything that you have done to make your life better. If you have children, the things that you've done to make your children's lives better. Or anyone, how have you impacted life? And then think about at least three things that you can do to improve your situation, and that of those around you. What can you do? And that's all I have, Tammy. I want to um, thank you for that, Rodney. It's been a great show, Marion. Thank you. You you provided some great research. Um, um, you could get some of those articles from me. I'd like to, because I do want to have Charles Patrick on eventually. And I did tell him that I would give out his information. Um, his name is Charles R. Patrick um on Facebook, but he does have a website, and it is he, he did this challenge about pulling up uh, pulling up your pants. And so the name of the website is pull it's pull your damn pants up challenge dot com. But as you can see, not a that didn't people didn't do that challenge. They're not participating in that challenge, and I'm sure he put that word in there. It kind of grabbed some people's attention. It got him some followers, but you didn't see a lot of transferring or sharing that um, that website. Because, again, to, for, for, for parents to say pull your pants up, that takes some work. That takes them, that takes them to, to get into their child's stuff and be, be a parent. Um, so I want to have him on because he has some views about what we can do as, as, as a people, as a race, and looking at some of those issues that we ignore uh, within our community, like our black-on-black crime, like the, the the children being able to or not being able to read. So I do want to have him on. So take a look at his site. Um, again, pullyourdamnpantsupchallenge.com is, is what that's about. And it's Charles Patrick. You can Google him there. So we'll have him on at another time. But I just want to just reiterate what you post, Rodney, what you put out there for people to ask. Um, themselves, what are you doing? What are you going to do? Um, and, and let's just start again with ourselves and in our homes. 
and if not in your home, you know, you have children, family members outside of your home that you need to be honest with and then have them join with you. But before you can clean up next door, you got to clean up where you are. So, Samaria, again, thank you so much for your, what you bought to the show, and it has just been another great show, Quiet Night. But, again, when you're discussing real stuff, when you're not getting into the drama of of this, you should expect people to sleep. So, and been a great thank show. you all as well, as always. It was definitely a great show um, and a really good discussion. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, as always, for, for following us and supporting. So, Rodney, you want to close it out? I most certainly will. Um, we will be back here next Monday, uh, same time. We hope that you'll join us. Stay tuned uh, throughout the week on social media and on Blog Talk Radio. And listen out for our, our show topic for next week. We, we'll be back with you same time, 8 Central and 9 Eastern. As always, we want to end our show with uh, this song, which goes out to Sammy's cousin, uh, Diane, down in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, good night, everyone. Good night.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.